TopLessRobot.com presents... Previously on Cosmic Love. Good evening, ladies and tentacle monsters. You're listening to Cosmic Love. I'm your host, Madame Alexandra. I am Babylonikov. I'm always curious to hear new perspectives on intergalactic sexuality. Urexians should not have agreed to cohort with other species. Interspecies make vegan Orexian bloodline. Whoa there, gladiator. We do not sex shame here at Cosmic Love. Honey, are you having second thoughts about your attitude? It is bigger problem. More vegans. We can't just take on a whole army alone. Damn it, I always thought I'd die of mid-orgasm dangling from a waterfall. Not at the hands of a goddamn Marfikian fundamentalist. Okay, listeners, if you're out there, I want you to know that you're not alone. And together, we'll pass the time the only way I know how. By hosting Cosmic Love. Answering your sex advice questions and giving you the news of the day from here on Pleasure Sphere 64. Stay sexy. Stay safe. Broadcasting live. From Pleasure Spheres. It is my great honor to introduce Madame Alexandra with Cosmic Love. Good evening, ladies and tentacle monsters. You're listening to Cosmic Love, your best source for sex advice and the news of the day from Pleasure Sphere 64. I'm your host, Madame Alexandra, and I'm broadcasting to you live from the belly of the beast. As you all know, we're in the midst of a hostage crisis here on Pleasure Sphere 64. Less than one hour ago, an acoustic bomb was detonated, and with the exception of my <clears throat> companion here, Gladiator, honor-obsessed, and rather difficult to get along with, Doc Blednikov. Mm, he's slender. The two of us are, as far as we can tell, the only ones to emerge unscathed from the acoustic bomb. We're currently hiding in an undisclosed location, planning our next move. The terrorists in question? Religious extremists and renowned assholes, the Marfikians, who, due to reasons probably related to their tiny tentacle size, claim their god doesn't want anyone else to have fun. Do you like getting your sexy on for any reason besides procreation? Too bad, that's a sin. Do you sometimes fancy a Martian martini or some Venusian kush? Nope, that makes the Marfikian god cry little judgmental tears. Gambling, shopping, rock and roll, Nebula 56 electronic tubular dancing, sins all around. But the thing that really gets their goat monster is when we love or even just get all up close and personal with aliens outside of our species. How dare we, right? Can we fight terrorists now, please? I'm getting there. This is history, Mr. Bludnikov. We don't know who might be listening. Marvikians might be listening. Exactly. So I'm letting those vacuum-packed dickbags know exactly what I think of them. You waste time. I'll unwind your atomic clock for a few more minutes, because I still have sex advice questions to answer. Ugh. Marvikians find us and kill us. Oh, gasp. Even with the galaxy-famous gladiator Doc Bludnikov on our side? Doc is done. No more seat. You answer smut questions or wait and fiddle thumbs. Well, something, all right. I go and patrol deck. Look for Mar. Vikings, kill them. Fine with me. You do you. I'll be right here talking to the people. Fine. I'll bring that one around eventually. In the meantime, folks, let's try not to judge him too harshly. We've all of us got a dark side to our moon. 
So, before shit got all twisted up by the Marfikians back there, I was answering a really serious question from a young lady on her honeymoon. Miss Juliana, I don't know if you're out there, but here we go. Love are my purview, Miss Juliana. I'm happy to hear your call. Not so happy to hear about your pickle of a honeymoon. Glad to hear you were on the beach, though. Little twin sun action does everybody some good. Vitamin Zort, good for the skin. Okay, your situation is indeed complicated. And while I would never advocate for anyone to jettison their own needs for the good of someone else, we are talking about your whole planet going to war, which let's face it, is not an ideal situation. But you matter, honey. What you want, what you need, who you love, it matters. Don't ever let anyone make you feel like it doesn't. So, what would I do? Well, I'd start by talking to my new husband. Have you asked Mr. Key how he feels about all this? Because it sounds like an open marriage situation might be your best option here. So you can't get divorced or all the uppity folks on your planet are gonna start killing each other again. So don't get divorced. But that doesn't mean you have to condemn yourself to a life devoid of love and connection. Maybe Key will end up being your best friend. Maybe you'll even fall in love with him. Stranger things have happened. But maybe he's just your let's keep our planet from imploding buddy and someone else out there, or multiple someone else's, is where you find love or sex or both. Maybe Key is destined to fall in love with a nice girl from Plaxar 7, or an Omicron android, or Mr. Nebula Jim himself. And you're not doing him any favors by keeping your true feelings pushed down into those combat boots. You need to let him know that he should follow his heart too. But all that is no business of the Senatorial Insanity Brigade, or whoever decided on this stupid system of keeping folks from killing each other by means of forcible marriage. Personally, I think not killing each other is its own reward, but that's just me. I hope that helps. And I hope you're hearing this and you make it through this terrorist situation because you and Key both deserve a life of happiness. Thanks for calling. <clears throat> so, you find any Marfikians to rip apart? Satisfy your bloodlust? Some crawling all over casino floor like Uraxian boss maggot. Gross. And, uh, guest. Lying on floor, not taken to re-education center. 
there was someone out there? Twenty, thirty guests, all lie unconscious on floor. And you uh, dispatched all of the Marfikians that were crawling around the area? <laughs> First dog take hold of flipper, and he rip from socket. Then he take head and twist. Okay, uh, that's enough. I get the idea. And the the, uh, the bodies? Dog stuff them in utility closet. I am staunchly nonviolent. I think all of my listeners out there know that. But I have to admit there's something poetic about stuffing Marfikians into the closet. They started it. They sure did. So what do we do now? What's our next move? We cannot discuss on the air. Marfikians. Maybe listening. I know, I know. Kepler in a nightgown! What? I can't believe I didn't think of this before! I'm so stupid! No arguments from Doc. The employee emergency channel. There's a special channel we can broadcast on that's only available to Pleasure Sphere 64 employees. It was part of my training when I started at PS64 15, I mean, some number of years ago. There's never been an emergency before, so I just forgot about it. So what? So what? So we can broadcast our battle plans after all. And if there's any other PS64 employees who made it through the acoustic bomb, they can join up with us and help. I'll keep the sex advice and general, you know, team-building sentiments on the public channel for any guests who might be listening. Not to mention spiting any Marfikian dung worms who might tune in. But we can switch to the emergency channel for everything else. Fine. Whatever. Here we go. This is Madame Alexandra reaching out to Pleasure Sphere 64 employees. Myself and visiting gladiator Doc Bludnikov are currently on Deck 19 in Murray the Andalid studio. Murray, sadly, is nowhere to be found. Mr. Bludnikov and I will be broadcasting our location and plans as we take action against the Marfikian incursion. If you're out there, please join us. The sooner we kick the crap out of these Marfikians, the sooner we can get back to our jobs of bringing pleasure to the good aliens of this galaxy. Tune in and join us. Also, if anyone has any Yumerian weed, I will give you a lifetime of free shows at Madame Alexandra's House of Excitement. I am so stressed out right now. Okay, so Doc, I think our next move is to go down to station management. Try to send a distress call. Regardless of your flipper-ripping abilities, the two of us can't take on an army. We need help. No! I'm sorry, no? We take fight to Marfikians, Deck 45, Gladiator Arena. Re-education center will be largest group of enemy. So what, we just storm in there, pinchers blazing, and expect to rip through all of them? Duck, kill, uh, 106 Marfikians before he fall. Okay, and then what? Then you're dead, and I'm alone, and we're exactly where we started. Where we started, minus 106 Marfikians no, come. sorry, we're both going to make it through this. We're going down to the bridge, and we're sending out a distress call. End of story. Fine. We send out this stress call, then we go to deck 45 and dogfight Marfiki and scum. Fine. Okay, listeners, we've got a plan. Can't tell you what it is, but rest assured that when this all shakes out, me and Doc Blednikov will come out on top. My personal favorite position. I don't know about you. Stay safe. I'll check back in as soon as I can. In the meantime, please enjoy this public service announcement courtesy of Station Management. Hello, vacationers! We hope you're enjoying your stay on Pleasure Sphere 64. We hope you're enjoying our 100 decks of titillation and relaxation. But please remember... 
there is nothing between the docking bays. Deck 63 consists of the docking bays and nothing else. Again, there is nothing between the docking bays. That is all. Thank you. So, down to the bridge. Do we take the lifts? Jeffrey's tubes? Who was Jeffrey, anyway? Safer to climb. Lift doors could open to army. Plus, a little cardio never hurt anyone. Rexians do not have cardiovascular system. But I agree. Exercise invigorate the system, ready the body for fight. It's 18 decks down to station management. Let's crawl. <sighs> do not say it like that. And yet you're not arguing with the view. Hey, PS64 crew. We just got down to station management, and it is like flies on an Andarian apple down here. The captain and most of the senior crew members are lying unconscious on the floor. The Marfikians are just stepping over them like they're not even there. Can Doug kill the Marfikians now, please? There are too many. Someone will alert the others, and then we're really screwed. And not consensually. I told you, this is waste of time. We go to deck 45. Fine, but we're sweeping through all the decks on our way to see if anyone else made it through the bomb. Something weird is going on here. This isn't their M.O. Why isn't the crew at the re-education center? What are they after? For once, smut lady is right. There is nothing to be accomplished here. We must climb. Eager to see these glutes again, huh? I'm glad I put on my good leather this morning. That's a lesson, folks. Always put on your good leather. Excuse me, little lady. I got a problem with my ship's main fuselage. She ain't been firing right, no matter what I put in there. And I reckon I've tried everything. Well, certainly, handsome. I'm sure I got something to get her part again. We got the biggest selection of tools this side of Orion's belt. Come down to Susie's Toy and Device Emporium on Deck 15 and find the right tool for the job. Okay, employees, we're now on Deck 15, right outside of Susie's Toy and Device Emporium. Susie's Toy and Device Emporium, do you have the right tool for the job? Hello? Is anyone here? Don't be afraid, we are here to help. Update for folks tuning in out there, there don't seem to be any Marfikians here, and all the customers are unconscious on the floor, just like down on the bridge. How long do the effects of an acoustic bomb last? Uh, it depends on species. Two days, two weeks. Okay, let's prop them up for now. Get them comfortable in case the Marfikians really are just leaving them here instead of dragging them off to a re-education center. Maybe we should leave a little note to explain what happened so when Watch they wake out. up... Behind! <laughs> Alright, Doc, you got him with a Signian dildo! Uh, he's not laser gun? Well, I'm sure it'll help you shoot out something. You should hold on to that dildo and knock that Marfikian out cold. Uh, is everything for smut in this station? Of course not. There's also quite a lot of music, and shopping, and eating, and drinking, and the out-of-doors. Of course, the drinking is mostly to loosen you up for the- Enough! 
We have wasted enough time as door full of sex gun. We move on now. Wait just a minute, honey. I want to answer one more question before we get going. No! No more! Smut lady, no let duck fight! Smut lady, stop to listen to pointless smut questions! Do smut lady understand gravity of situation? Do smut lady even want to win? Okay, gladiator. I know we've got this whole fun, argumentative banter thing going on, but you listen to me and you listen good. PS64 is just one more place you've come to for a fight. One more place you're visiting. But this is my home. The people and aliens who work here are my family. And the guests who come stay here are our responsibility. They trusted us to take care of them so that they could relax from their stressful lives of piloting ships and mining iridium and governing star systems. They just wanted a vacation. And when they chose Pleasure Sphere 64, they put their lives in my family's hands. Not yours, mine. So yes, I'm interested in a little more than dying a martyr at the hands, at the flippers of a slimy, small-minded race of judgmental assholes. If there is even one guest out there, cowering in their closet, afraid and alone, I need to let them know I'm here. And since, as you so rightly point out, we can't very well broadcast our plans or really anything of substance whatsoever on the public channel, the only thing I can contribute, the only way I know how to help is to be Madame Alexandra and to answer the questions they've sent me. I have dozens of calls stored in the system, and I intend to answer every last one of them. Is it going to save our lives? No. Is it going to save theirs? Probably not. But in the face of an enemy who wants nothing more than to shut us up, to keep us silent when they decree that one female and one male of the same species is the only way to pretend that folks like us don't even exist. Well, answering all these questions where everyone can hear, including the Marfikians, it doesn't seem so pointless to me. So yes, I'm going to take a little bit of time away from our futile attempt to single-handedly fight an army in order to answer a few recorded calls. Before this is over, you're going to get to fight your way. I guarantee it. All I ask is that you let me fight my way too. Okay? Okay? Okay. Thank you. Smut lady should repeat speech on public channel. That's good speech. Intimidate enemy. Oh, thanks, darling. Now you go punch a wall or work on target practice with your laser dildo while I answer the next question. Three minutes. Five. Don't push it. Fine. Five. Howdy, Alexandra. I'm Jeremiah. I'm from Tallahassee, Florida, Earth. And I got a doozy for you. I'm not a man to waste time talking, so I'ma just come out and say it. I'm in love with my robot. Bought a T900 sex bot from the Sky Mall. And knowing a thing or two about robot work inside, retrofitted it with some, uh, custom modifications and it was all fun and naked twister until well i found myself falling for the thing but my friends and family the folks down at the red giant feed barn they're gonna lap me right out of town then i guess too i'm not so sure the uh ethics of the situation who do i ask for her hand in marriage the folks at sky mall any advice would be much appreciated Hi, Jeremiah. Your situation may be unusual in Tallahassee, but rest assured, there is no sex question that shocks or surprises Madame Alexandra. My first question is simple. Have you asked her, your sex bot, what she thinks of all this? 
I must admit I'm very curious about these custom modifications you've made. I've had the intimate pleasure of playing with a T900 sexbot myself. And the hardware was great. She was soft and hard and bendy in all the right places. But not a lot going on in the software department. Nothing that could be mistaken for a personality. So a lot depends here on exactly what modifications you've made. Did you give her intelligence, a personality, a free will chip? Because if I'm being perfectly honest, Jeremiah, it sounds like you might be playing with some morally ambiguous things here. It's iffy enough playing God. You've made it a few hundred times more iffy by playing God with something you like to put your dick into. If your silicon sweetheart is self-aware, but you haven't given her free will, she's essentially a sex slave for you right now. I know that sounds harsh, and you're probably saying to yourself, Whoa, hold up with the slave talk. I'm not the kind of guy who would own a sex slave. That's barbaric and antiquated. This ain't a sex thing anymore. It's about love. I love my T-900. And I don't doubt that you do. But think to yourself, if she's complex enough for you to love, but her programming doesn't allow her to leave, exactly what kind of relationship is this? Can you have a conversation with her? Does she have wants, needs, likes, dislikes? Can she learn? And I don't mean learning what angle to stick her legs up at or what color pubic hair you like on Tuesdays. I mean learning for her own sake. If you think you've given her a soul, you have to give her a free will chip and let her make the choice whether or not to be with you. Oh, and if by custom modifications you just mean you added an extra nipple or some vibrating butt cheeks and internally she's the exact same T900 you bought from Sky Mall, then I'm very sorry for making this so complicated. If this is just about you being into inanimate objects, then you fly on, you special little space butterfly. Anything to add, Mr. Blednikov? Customer service at SkyMall, actually quite the responsive. An excellent point. And remember, there's nothing between the docking bays. Okay, Gladiator, thanks for your patience. I think it's time we pay a little visit to the all-seeing eye. You ready? Dog born ready. Let's do it. <laughs> 